You're listening to the Fueled by the Outdoors podcast, presented by Blackgate Hunting Products. If you like what you hear, please be sure to subscribe, tell us what you think in the comment section, and leave us a review. I just hammered a good one. Drop the Asher. Never seen that deer before. It's a tough pill to swallow after having that deer at 18 yards. Are you sure? Lead us off. Lead it. Swing, better, better, swing. Okay, good, good, good start to the podcast there, Josh. <laughs> Welcome to Fueled by the Outdoors. We're your hosts, Rick Cates and Chris Leppert. What's up, guys? And we're joined by our third wheel, Josh Luck. <laughs> Forever the third wheel. <laughs> um, this is the first time that we've been in person in, what, like a month and a half? It's been a pretty long time. I don't even know what we have did the last time. I really don't remember the last time we we recorded together. It's been a while. Yeah, it's. I mean, it would help when you would confirm times with us. But oh yeah, that's right. (laughs) When I confirmed it, (laughs) I might record it this time on this day, and then Uh, leaves us hanging. Look, oh, you guys didn't respond. Well, you said you might. (laughs) Still hanging out there in the ether. Nobody, nobody understands me here. <laughs> no, not really. We're trying to, but uh, it's it, it's still a process. We so. gotta get in your mind. Read my mind already. <laughs> so when you're listening to this, it'll be the new year. So yeah. happy new year. We'll happy be, new year. Like what? Like a week into it at this point? Two? We- almost a week and a half? No. Yeah. Oh my gosh! By the time that people hear this, it'll be like it's the gut- second week. No, muzzleloader will be in in Ohio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if you're listening to this on the way to your tree stand or you're blind because hopefully it's freezing balls cold and those deer are up or moving for you like a normal January muzzleloader hunt, um, the one that we all dream of, uh, good luck to you. And if you're coming home and you've got a deer, uh, good job. And if you don't have any, you've still got tomorrow. So Yeah, you, you know, <laughs> you still got tomorrow. That's right. They'll have Tuesday. They'll have Tuesday. You, you know what's crazy? I used to hope for good cold weather for November. Mm-hmm. Now I pray that we're going to have good cold weather for muzzleloader season in January. I love muzzleloader so much. I used to until... Until global warming. <laughs> until Al Gore ruined it for you. Until Al Gore screwed it all up. I mean, literally, it's it's the most insane thing. And you know, not to get too political, but I almost think, and this is kind of far out there, I don't believe so much in like the the heating up as I do the shifting of the seasons. Yeah. I feel like seasons are actually shifting. We still get cold weather and snow. It's just in March now. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the dumbest we're, thing. We're going to have time. a foot of snow in March. <sighs> back back like that's almost every year. Yeah. It's stupid. You get that it's one annoying. a freak snowstorm yeah. in in March and it just keeps moving later into the well, month hell, at this point. Do you remember the year before last? Yeah. When we had like what what we we uh went and turkey hunted with Luke. It oh, was yeah. uh, it was like twenty it was degrees. The end of the first week and yeah. we got out of my truck, it was twenty two degrees outside. Yes. And Chris, you did not dress for the weather. I did not. <laughs> was that where you almost got in the fight with the guy at the blind? <laughs> yes. That's that's where somebody <laughs> almost got their lunch money taken. <laughs> that, that was guy. that place. Oh. It was yeah, it was like 22 or something when we got out of the car. It was 22. It was freezing. I'll never yeah. forget that. I mean, because normally, um, muzzleloader, like I said, it's one of my favorite hunts of the year. But it's it's that late season hunt. 
you know, it's usually got to be freezing cold. The deer are up and moving towards food, and it's a wonderful, wonderful hunt. Yep. Um, and if you're not dressed properly, it's awful. Uh, if you're dressed properly, it's amazing. Uh, if you have a blind with a heater in it, it makes it even better. But, uh, you know, who knows what the weather's going to be when it comes out uh, by the time this is uh, coming out. You know, if you want to talk about funny moments, he'll never hear this, but... <laughs> Your Will. little sister, William. <laughs> um, I remember going out with him for the first time to go deer hunting. And we were going muzzleloader hunting. I had tagged out and we were going to go get him his first deer. Yep. It was, I believe it was getting down to four degrees that morning. Yes, it did. And uh, <clears throat> this is the opening day of muzzleloader season. And... Um, 20... No, no, it was 2018. Uh, 2017. 2017. Yeah, 2017. I've got a picture of me washing blood off my hands in the snow. You're right. So, we go out there, and we sit, and uh, this is... So, before we get out there, he shows me his boots, and I'm like, man, are those what you wore in Colorado for our elk hunt in September? Like, August and September? He's like, yeah. Like, those are uninsulated, right? Oh, yeah, 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 I'll be fine. I'm like, well, it's um, it's going to be cold tomorrow, dude. Like, we're not going to be moving. We're not walking. We don't have packs on. We're The goal is to sit still. And, of course, being the smartest person to ever live, he reassured me that he would be fine. Of course he did. So, me not being the dumbest person in the world <laughs> knew that we were going to have issues. So I brought a sleeping bag for him and he got in that sleeping bag after 20 minutes. <laughs> we were there for 20 minutes and he got in that sleeping bag and we weren't, we did not sit terribly long. I don't even know that we made it till 10 o'clock. That was a cold. That was so cold. It was, cold it was cold. So we had, cause that was, that was one of the last hunts I did on that farm. Oh yeah. Uh, we had the blind set up and we put a Mr. Buddy heater in there with us and we, it would shut itself off because it's got the carbon monoxide yep. like sensor, but it would also like melt the top of, of the uh, heater or the, um, the top of the blind and all the frost would then drip down onto our heads and then refreeze after the heater had shut off. <laughs> but it, it, I, I always enjoyed that hunt uh, just because it's, you know, it, it's. I feel like it's a hunt that guys who really stick it out and who really want to be out deer hunting are really out during that during that time of year. I agree, and it's it's fun because you you run into it's it's almost like turkey season. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot less people like turkeys than like deer, and a lot less people want to own a specialty gun so that they can hunt for four days. Um, but to me, that's your best bet at. Mm-hmm. Uh, food sources and cold weather and uh, almost a guaranteed deer movement if you have those food sources in the evening. Um, morning hunting that time, you know, it can be pretty tricky. <clears throat> you can pull it off, but, I mean, if you're trying to target a mature buck in the morning in January, that, that's going to be kind of tough. going to be tough. It can be done, but... But if you're looking for freezer tough. meat, yeah, no better time. <laughs> oh, yeah. No better time. So, we want to chat with you guys a little bit and and talk to you for a second about uh 
you know, all the appreciation that we have for our listeners. And um, we want to let you know there's going to be a little bit different format, as you can already tell. Yeah, this will be the um, second podcast that we've had under the new format. Yeah. And yes. the first one, you're probably thinking... There's new music. Uh, there's commercials uh, interspersed. Uh, we had we had mentioned this. I want to say probably two three months previous mm-hmm. to this, but that we were going to change the format of the podcast and that we had some sponsors coming on, and we just felt like it would be a better format for us and a better flow for the podcast moving forward with some of the things that we had coming up. Yep. And I don't, I don't know that we mentioned sponsors. We just said we had big things on the horizon. We yeah. did just yeah. say big things. Yeah. So uh, with that said, uh, we're super excited to be uh, sponsored by Blackgate Hunting Products. And, yes, we are. Um, Ryan yep. Lawwell out of Peebles, Ohio is a absolutely amazing guy. It's so cool to know that somebody local to us, I can't say it enough, local is making a game changing product well products really with his r4k the r4k is sick and yeah the r4g um i mean nuts they're, they're gonna they're gonna do some big things so um we just want to let you guys know that there will be commercials now um, we've got people supporting the podcast which in turn helps us bring you better content uh, from a lot of different uh, people, and um, you know we can do a lot of other cool things for you guys. Um, I can't stress enough that uh, while we probably will at some point have a like a Patreon account and all that, mm-hmm. um, right now you know money isn't really our focus. Uh, it really hasn't ever been. It's a perk, but it's not our focus. Um, we we want to bring great content to you guys, and this is a free. Uh, source of content and information and a good way to learn and just enjoy yourself on a car ride or you know whatever so with that being said the way you could support us for free with very little effort is to simply hit a like button a subscribe button a share button you know get the word out and uh, you know help help us with our numbers and and we can guarantee you we're going to bring you better and better stuff as we grow absolutely absolutely and, and, and like Chris just said, like the content that we bring you guys, um, while it doesn't cost us money to produce or anything like that, it does uh, help us with your guys' support to be able to bring better guests on, yep. be able to travel to go places to get uh, get two guests that we might mm-hmm. not normally get and things along those lines. Plus, uh, it helps us you know, prepare for things like our mobile hunting expo and yep. things along those lines that we plan on doing, things like live podcasts from, uh, YouTube events, things like that to help kind of bring you guys into the fold a little bit more and understand what, who and what we do as a company. Yep. Um, with that being said, uh, kind of segues into the sort of new year, new us. We are going to structure things a lot better. You know, before we were um, just kind of, Messing around, having fun. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Flying by the seat of our pants is a good way to put it. But you know, we're just out there having fun and and trying to do our thing without being too serious. And uh, you know, of course, now with um, sponsorships and everything, some of that will change a little bit. But at the same rate, um, you're just going to get better organized, structured people. You know, nothing crazy is changing, but um, we want to make sure that we're able to continue this for well forever, really. 
Yeah. So like Buddy the Elf. Like yeah. Buddy the we'll, Elf. We'll still be our goofy <laughs> selves. Well, forever. We just may be organized and goofy, right? I'm gonna be more organizer. Or organizer. <laughs> um. <laughs> We've Josh got, can't not be goofy. He's goofy looking. We, that's right. I'm goofy you. looking. So that's true. Um, <laughs> we have show season upon us. Yes. Um, ATA is next weekend. The um, new. By the time this airs, oh, oh, oh yeah. it's already passed. Yes, yes. It's already, already passed. passed. ATA will have already passed. I apologize. I forget all these things. Not as organized as I wanted to be. Starting off the year on a bad <laughs> foot. Starting it off. Must I'm so little. organized, guys. <laughs> you see how organized I am? <laughs> Hello, I'm Dr. Josh. <laughs> um, show season is upon us, though. We've got the ATA, which will be passed by the time you hear this. We've got the NWTF. Is that the show? It's not yep. a banquet. Yeah, that's convention. the show. It's, it's the convention. Uh, the National Convention. convention. Uh and then are, are but, there some yeah so is the deer and turkey expo in ohio happening well it's not the deer and turkey expo anymore right it's the i don't has it changed again this year i don't know well, I, it keeps, seems like it changes it was it like the field does. and stream expo and then it changed again i think it's under different ownership again you have you have a lot of different stuff going on you also have for bass fishermen the bass masters classic takes place in february or march now so you also get the uh, entire bass expo with that where they bring in everybody and they you know it's close to a hundred thousand people um or more through the gates of that every week or wow. during that weekend yeah it's, it's huge so like the expo center they have that huge thing um sh- for those of you that are in vegas and are in, in in the in the in the industry you have shot show um yep. that is oh that's yeah, right that that's that's in january so the um the Great American Outdoor Show. That's what it's called now. Which, so that's the biggest show in the U.S. I believe it's mm-hmm. the one in Pennsylvania. It's like nine days long. Oh my God! It's so I, I've I've been to the NWTF twice, and I've helped work booths there throughout the whole weekend. I can, and that'll wear you out. Just talking to people all day, every day for like three days in a row. I Especially can't. about science. <laughs> That's that's an inside <laughs> joke. That's an inside joke for you guys. Oh my god! So I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine doing it for nine days. Yeah, it's like peas porridge. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man! That's, so yeah, that's a good inside joke. I like that. That's one. a good. That's <laughs> a good. One. So, uh, for those of you that may or may not, you know, know me or. Uh, follow me, friend me, whatever you want to call it on Facebook. Uh, you may have noticed a slight absence <laughs> on any and all Facebook groups. Um, Rick made a joke to me. A good joke. Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> perspective. Um, and I made a joke back saying that I was going to punch him in the public's Privates, get it. Um, Tried to kind of censor it a little bit. And since I said punch. uh, Got to use those emojis. Facebook, yeah. Facebook labeled me, uh, what was it? Labeled it as violence and bullying. Um, So I got, uh, I think I got like seven or eight days from my regular profile. And then I got 30 days from any group. So... On January 2nd, 
So. I will be back. By the time you hear this. Well, yeah, you'll be back for like a week. I will be Chris back. will have made his triumphant return. I yeah. will make my triumphant return to my own damn Facebook group. <laughs> what, what I find hilarious since I've known you and you started trying to censor yourself more. I've gotten this, in more yes, trouble. Yes, you've gotten in more trouble trying to censor <laughs> like yourself. Literally learning to shut my mouth, be <laughs> political a little bit, you know, maybe save my ass. And now uh, there was one time, so I've, I've literally never, um, you know, actually violated something i i understand this case where i don't expect ai to pick up uh the fact that we're friends and right. we know each other and we can say whatever we want basically to each other and nobody's actually going to harm one another no but one dude shot this hog and i mean it was huge i was like man that's a fat ass hog <laughs> and they they you were, bo- they you were body shaming and the I pig. contested it. This was pre-COVID, I believe. Yeah. And or or at the beginning when they still had people there to review. They didn't have their people shortage or whatever's going on. And so I got it reversed. So I didn't get anything for that. Well, then um, a gentleman posted on our page. Um, he said he posted a picture of his group of arrows. And I was like, man, nice shooting, bro. And he said, yeah, not bad for just pulling my bow out last week. And I was, and we had, you know, two weeks left or something, a week, whatever. It was a week. It was like Mm -hmm. eight days or something until our Ohio deer season opened. And I was like, if it was me, I'd shoot your ass off, bro. And they, they slapped me. The bots got you. They They got me, man. And I'm like, Damn, this AI is killing me. So uh, it it's really sucked because there's been so many cool little events, uh, one of which I wasn't really able to partake in mm-hmm. in our group. Um, me and Aaron Satterfield and his little boy went <laughs> out hunting and a uh, little Asher, he, we... We invited them down to come hunting with us, and we were unable to get him on a deer. Because I pushed the deer drive the yeah, wrong we way. Were, we were <laughs> <laughs> and ended up walking an extra 700 uh, yards. <laughs> um, yeah, we won't talk about that. Um, but we had some rough deer drives, and you know stuff didn't work out during gun season. And so I, I kind of, I've got a soft spot for, for kids wanting to go hunting, and so... I went and put some corn out and cams out and everything and on a really good farm that has a great population of deer and uh, easy access as well. And um, I told Aaron, I was like, hey, tell me which day works for you this weekend. You know, let's pick a day, bring him down. And and this kid is just, he's like we were. like He's mm-hmm. eight yeah. the hell up. He's all about it. He he came in that night, that that afternoon, sorry. And uh, we're chatting, and he looks me in the eye, and he says, Chris, I don't know if you can tell. I might not show it, but I'm really excited. And I thought, <laughs> I, I know, man. I uh, I know you are. I can tell. So we go out, and he shoots a deer, and, you know, father-son moment and all that. It was really cool. And the fact that we got everything on film with, like, some really cool angles, too, Um is pretty cool in my opinion. It's going to be neat to for them to be able to look back. And yeah, especially his first. I mean, his first deer ever. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a picture of my first deer. I don't, I don't have a picture I do of either. my first five. 
And this dude, like, he's got a filmed hunt <laughs> for his first de- first deer. Yeah, um, which is pretty awesome. It was a buck, too. Yeah, it was a buck. Yeah. Freaking eight-point buck. Uh, got some just absolutely, in my opinion, incredible shots. Um, there's one. So I left the GoPro in the back of the truck rolling the entire way home. And so we went through Batavia oh, okay. with all the Christmas, Christmas lights. lights. And so you can see as you go under lights, the bucks lit up, and then you can see all the lights in the background. Oh, that's it's, sweet. It's, it's cool as heck, man. It's going to be a neat video. Don't give away all the secrets. Yeah, I guess. You don't have to watch now, guys. <laughs> but, if you're anything like us, you love running trail cameras. Recently, we started using the new R4G and R4K by Black 8 Hunting Products, and I've got to tell you guys, they are sweet. The R4G is the new cellular camera loaded with features such as the ability to send pictures and videos straight to your mobile device, free HD downloads for both pics and videos, near real-time in-app setting updates, and no-glow IR technology. The R4K is a scouting camera that boasts side motion sensors that help you capture crystal clear 32 megapixel photos and 4K videos in center frame. With a maximum SD capacity of 512 gigabytes, that's right, 512 gigabytes, you'll have plenty of room to hold all those 4K videos and high-resolution pictures. Blackgate supports this podcast, so we are asking you to support them. When you go to buy cameras, use the promo code FUELED to receive 10% off your order. That's FUELED, F-U-E-L-E-D, at blackgatehunting.com. What have you been up to these days? I finally Pickles. got a deer. That's good. You did get a deer. Finally, Congratulations. Finally, thank you. Yeah, I finally got a deer. I got one um, the last day of Kentucky muzzleloader. I, right. I got a I got a doe. Um, almost had two uh, wow. because the other one was dumb and stuck uh, stuck around, but I couldn't get the gun loaded quick enough. But uh. I took a, a front a frontal shot on a doe, which I've never done before, and. Uh, How far'd she go? <clears throat> about fifteen yards and just yeah. completely piled up. A front I don't know why people think frontal shots aren't the best. I mean, with with a gun, it makes complete sense. Uh it with a bow in my head. Uh like it's just like there's a lot of room for error. So if you don't have the confidence and the skill to make the shot, absolutely. But if you take that frontal shot and you make the shot, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> this, this this deer I shot it. And I mean, I'm I'm in a box blind, and it's maybe 20 yards in front of me. And yeah. I it I shot in, you know, on the left front side of the deer, and it exited back right side of the deer, right above the back ham. Didn't damage any meat, which was awesome. Um, but I didn't realize that, like it had, I didn't realize how it was quartering. So when I went to go got it i'm like where's all this extra blood coming from and then i look and like there's a hole like the size of my fist right above the back ham where the with a uh the sabot exited oh so, wow yeah so i mean it it, it did the job i, I oh, was yeah. i was pretty Gosh. impressed yeah oh it was great i like it <clears throat> so it's uh i find i finally got my deer i finally have some venison in my freezer and there I'm, you go. I'm very hopeful for uh for uh 
you know, by the time everyone hears this, I'll have a second deer down. That'd or be third. Nice. Yeah, That'd be or good. third. Yeah. That would be great. I got two tags to burn in Ohio, and they need to get, they need to get done. Need to burn. Yeah. Need to burn them. What you been doing, Josh? Uh, working. Working. <laughs> yep. You you Busy. tagged out in like July. My name's Josh Locke, and I've <laughs> tagged out my deer. I still have my Kentucky tag. You do still have a Kentucky tag. I do still have that, and I need to go out on the public. I still have cameras at and check those. When is when is Kentucky archery over? It's January seventeenth. Yeah, so that's coming up fast. Fast, 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 fast. So hopefully we get some cold weather, and then I'm pretty sure in January I'm working less. So and the holidays will be done. So I should have a chance or two to get out. Yeah, if it wasn't for families and holidays and all this damn cheeriness. Josh doesn't have be able families. To... <laughs> He's got a wife. We barely, have families. Barely has a wife. Well, for Thanksgiving, we went to Nashville. We were there the whole weekend. Oh, that must have been terrible. <laughs> and then How many times did I, you I had to work like a few weekends. And I, I had an extra day. Um, I, I picked up a... a over a half day on one of my off days because crazy we, i know and then <laughs> for christmas we had all of our christmas stuff wednesday to sunday traveling around and then wait, new wait year. till it turns into daddy can i watch coco melon <laughs> daddy daddy can you play twinkle twinkle little star baby bum Oh, you gosh. Watch <laughs> your half day at work and your terrible trip to nashville for thanksgiving I didn't say it was terrible. I just said we've been running around. That's frightening. (laughs) But you got to do that because you're tagged out. So yeah, true. It's my guess. Good job. I don't know. So I think it's like we can kind of do a recap of like the past year, at least in terms of like outdoor success. I think it's I think it's an okay thing to do since it's the start of the new year. Sure. Like so, did either of you have any? outdoor successes that you would like say like it was like you can kind of hang your hat on you know for the year yes oh yeah i'll let josh go i have a couple that stick out uh so this past turkey season was the first i guess the first turkey season where i got to do a decent amount of turkey hunting Mm -hmm. right like yeah chris you and i hunted together multiple times Rick, we hunted together. Yep. It was it was pretty awesome. I didn't get a bird, but I did help my father get his first turkey ever at the prime age of fifty years old. Looks like he's thirty. He's, he beat me <laughs> yeah, to I was it. gonna say he's <laughs> younger <laughs> than you are. Say, your younger, older father. Yes, <laughs> younger, hotter father. <laughs> so he's got all that those gorgeous locks and <laughs> carries himself with swag. Man, I'm telling you. He's like a young, gorgeous Josh Luck. <laughs> Josh, how old are you? 29. Yeah, I think your dad's probably like 24. <laughs> I really want him to start filming stuff because he would be hilarious. He's hilarious. <laughs> He's so funny. I'm out here and my son has shot all the deer. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's an accomplishment. Uh, me helping him get his first his first gobbler. It was a nice one too. It had a ten inch beard on it, so it was it was a beautiful bird. Um, the other one would be my Ohio buck, my largest archery buck to date. Uh, we scored rough scored it around one forty seven. Yep. Um, so those those are the two 
two moments that stick out the most, I guess. Good deal. So my successes are a little different. So I feel very uh, accomplished, we'll say, for um, getting that expo Mm -hmm. together. That's like in three weeks. Yeah. uh, You know, the numbers that turned out in you know, 10 days of promoting basically and three weeks to put it together. And, um, to me, that was a really big accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it it meant a lot. And, uh, the other thing for me was getting to hunt with Pierce for turkeys and experience a different level of calling. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, if you don't turkey hunt a lot and you're not obsessed with those birds and you probably won't understand, but, um, we were hunting on public land in the third week and calling in birds every time we went out. Um, and these are, I mean, we're talking, we're talking high pressure pounded public land. And I mean, he's bringing these birds in every time we go out. And, um, so that, that was pretty amazing too, just to be able to learn, Cause I always, I always felt like, and I, I voiced this many times that it didn't matter how good of a caller you were. You could call in any Turkey, you know, anytime if you knew when to call and when not to call and, and all that. Now I will say, um, with his ability to call his understanding, uh, there's certain people that understand those birds when to move as the caller and when not he was tagged out so he had dropped back behind me and was moving around and when you got a guy that's hidden it was scratching in the leaves Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and changing the pitch and you know facing away when he's calling sometimes and going over here and that's as i mean nothing would ever say that's not a hen right that is a damn hen over there and he called two birds down a damn hill and across a creek. And it, it screwed me because I was sitting where he was trying to call the birds to. And I heard those birds going back and forth on this ridge. Mm-hmm. And they were gobbling. And they they would not get any closer. They would go back. You know, you could tell they were strutting back and forth. So I'm like, no, I think it was the second to last day. And I was like, nah, we're not playing this shit. I'm I'm going up there and I'm going to, I'll go out swinging today. And uh, Rick's Rick's trying to look at the time so he can bleep my S word out. You can leave it in. Um, so all you got to do is say earmuffs. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I, I went up on that ridge thinking, you know, th- these dudes are just going to hang up. And then they're just going to leave. Well, of course, I get up on the ridge. And 10 or 15 minutes later, I hear a gobble down in the creek. And I'm beside myself. Because 99 times out of 100, you don't even call the birds downhill. Let alone call them downhill and across the damn creek. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of a cool experience uh you know i can't say that i was successful but i feel very accomplished in what i learned uh from listening to him call and listening to the birds react 
Um, and then last but not least, uh, one of my favorite parts of the year was learning, going kind of next level on understanding a buck's nose and how he intends to use it. And rather than when I go hunting now for a deer, whether it's a buck or doe, in my head is not what is most convenient for me, but what is going to make the deer feel safe to come in. What does he need, she need, whatever, to feel safe, cover-wise, scent-wise, thermals, you know, everything. And then I play off of that, and honestly, this was my best year of deer hunting. Now, I didn't kill my biggest buck like I did in 2018, but they're not, you know, the thing is, they're not all going to score big. And I had multiple encounters. I mean, I had a a gorgeous low to mid thirties, eight pointer on public land. The second day of the season I had, you know, I had a mature buck for sure. A mature buck, um, at 25 yards. Um, and he winded me. I thought I'd got downwind of the scrape enough. And this is like the second week of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought I was downwind enough. Turns out I wasn't, he winded me. But, uh, you know, and that deer, he wouldn't have scored great, but he was a gorgeous nine public land deer. Um, I I watched a lot of you guys have amazing encounters. And Mm -hmm. again, this, uh, this has all stemmed from the knowledge we've all picked up, you know, here and there from being able to essentially give the wind to the deer, not use the wind, play the wind like people think where it's in your face. You're giving the deer the wind. And then you're basically, people say an off wind, you use an off wind. Essentially, the wind is in the deer's face at your back. And you're just off to the side to where they barely can't catch your scent. And it's it's the coolest thing ever, learning how to uh, think about how a buck is going to use terrain to stay in cover while checking an area mm-hmm. with his nose. It's just, it's paid huge dividends. And um, I'm so blessed and excited to put that to work this upcoming year so uh that would be my long story of <laughs> success in 2021 good deal how about yourself um i would have to say first thing turkey season uh mm-hmm. turkey yeah. season, two birds so um Jake and uh, Longbeard, but my first Kentucky Longbeard, uh, second Kentucky Jake, and being able to go on a buddy's farm and one get one by myself, but then two uh, get one with him while we were there. Yeah, and then <clears throat> I would say then uh, probably my personal record, Smalley. Oh, like that. Dude. That was oh, yeah. that was that was a, that was a big one. Can be found in our intro on youtube <laughs> coming up 2022 that is an absolute hell of a bronze yeah bag. yeah that i mean how big you think it was uh five yeah. fi- five pounds he's got to be pushing it yeah um yeah it, it definitely tops one of the ones that i caught that was a damn good i mean yeah. that's a damn good fish yeah and i mean it, the way it hit too i mean it was not an area where it should have been i mean it wasn't an area it should have been but it was not an area that i would have expected it and it came up and smashed the top water what do you know yeah that's weird. just completely 
completely out of place and it was just fantastic so yeah you know had a great year fishing wise i would say you know it was it was a really good year to get out and um really try some different stuff try some different things um lots of successes with regards to that deer season just was one kick in the balls after another um it just i could not get it right until muzzleloader down here or in Kentucky, and it just it was not it just was not happening for me for a, a multitude of reasons. Either deer were not coming in, or um, it would rain for four straight days. Oh the days that I took for deer camp. So, um, you know, I mean, th- those those are uh, a lot of the big successes that I can see. Um, but you know, I got my I, I got I got some pretty good stuff throughout the year, which I, I'm, yeah. I've been really happy about. Yeah. This, this was your first year doing the whole run and gun or hang and hunt setup, right? Oh yeah. 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 For, yeah. First year, first year doing the hang and hunt setup too, yeah, which yeah. I really enjoyed, which I, again, first day on Kentucky public land had an encounter with a buck that had he walked two feet, the other side of a branch, I would have had a very good shot at him. Um, you know, that would have literally been the best year of your life. Uh, probably. I mean, I don't even know that your kids could have compared to that. <laughs> no, I mean, they, they may have, but I mean, see, but here, here's the deal is like, I look at last year and it's like, I killed, I killed a bird. I caught my biggest rainbow trout ever. Yeah. I was in the boat and helped land my dad's biggest yeah. striper ever. Like, giant. like giant fish. And you know, and I and I killed a buck, like not a big buck, but I killed a small buck last year. So, but yeah, like I almost like it's hard to kind of compare and contrast. But like until you kill the biggest deer in your life big... on opening day, <laughs> exactly. of Kentucky archery, Kentucky on archery public on land. public land with a bow, with a bow in an area that I was not supposed to be sitting. In. You'd have freaking <laughs> went nuts. Yeah, we all would have went nuts. We all you know what's nuts. funny too? I know we've talked about this before. It's amazing how close we were to an absolute explosion in Kentucky. We had four guys on deer. Yeah. Four. Like opening day, you Mm -hmm. almost had a damn good 10 pointer. I almost had a damn good eight. And we're talking like mine's 28 yards. I'm drawn back. Yeah. Just pulled the clown walking down the stairs behind a desk. Crap. Yours (laughs) was behind a branch. Mm-hmm. Pierce ran out of daylight on a, a low to mid fifties eight. Yeah, at sixty yards, he just didn't make it in time. And then the next day, you Josh had an encounter with the same deer he did the day same before. Deer. Yeah, same deer Rick had an encounter with. That man, that deer. Yeah, I hope that deer is alive. Yeah, because y'all know some stuff about him. <laughs> yeah. Well, we know where you summer at. We know where yeah. you summer and we fall. Know where you sleep. So he's he's gonna have a tough road to hoe unless he changes some things up. But um, yeah, it's been a good year, um, and of course, you know, partnering with Blackgate and getting to meet Ryan and uh, go out there and podcast and um, you know take part in everything we're gonna do. With yeah, absolutely, him. man. Uh, been a hell of a year. So and now yeah. we're sitting down here doing a podcast in my newly. Finished. Finally finished basement, um, which is not technically finished. Got to paint the doors and put the hardware up. <laughs> we'll get there. But, uh, you know, 
as we progress and get the office done, we're going to get some of that, uh, what is it, like eggshell or whatever, the cones people put oh, on their walls? The egg, the egg crate stuff to make it quiet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some buffering noise. Get yep. that. Get uh, absorb some of that vibration. Yeah. So the, as Marky Mark would say, the good vibrations. Vibrations. <laughs> <laughs> as um, Rick rolls his eyes, you oh guys can man. see it. <laughs> my, you guys will have to excuse my sister Rickles. She's tired. <laughs> oh my god! It's eleven thirty-five p.m. She's, she's sleepy. So yeah, we're. You just literally said before we came on here that you go to bed at nine thirty. Yeah, he did. No, uh, no, 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 not 9.30, 8.30. Oh, my bad. An hour <laughs> earlier than when I normally go to bed. Uh, oh, well. What kind of sisters are you guys? The best kind of sisters. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Xerxes. <laughs> For those that listen to South Park, you'll get the reference. You're Just wanted to take a second to tell you about all our other content. If you're on Facebook, head on over to the Fueled by the Outdoors Facebook page. We currently have over 18,000 members of people who love the outdoors, from the mobile hunter all the way to the hiking enthusiast. Come interact and talk all things outdoors with a robust community of people. Fan of product reviews, fishing, hunting videos? Go check out the Fueled by the Outdoors YouTube channel. If there's any topic or content you would like for us to cover, just send us a message. And if you like what you're seeing and hearing, then hit that join or subscribe button. We hope all our content fuels your passion for the outdoors. So, any any goals for this upcoming year? Oh yeah, Josh, give me give me two give me two goals a piece. Two goals. Two goals a piece. That's all I can do. That's all you can do. Two. I'm Damn. I'm doing three. And you know what, Rick? <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. I know what you're thinking. At the end of the day. <laughs> no. Um, all right. My goals. Uh, well, I want to have. I want to have an expo for mobile hunters. that has a thousand plus people at it. Um, I want to kill a bird in, we'll, we'll, we'll play it conservative. I want to kill a bird in four states and 50% of those I want to be with a bow. Uh, the other two with a 410 that I have. Um, and then I want to put my tag on a large public land mature buck and that's uh yeah yeah that that's it that's it okay yosh keeping it conservative huh yeah (laughs) hey if you don't aim high you ain't gonna go far (laughs) that's accurate that is true i'm very accurate josh (laughs) so my goals I guess we'll go with, oh, I'll do one for turkey season as well. I want to kill my first long beard. That's going to happen. Yes. With a gun, correct? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm not going to mess around. <laughs> I, I need my first long beard. Thank you, I'm, I'm not messing around with the bow. I've killed, I've killed Jake's. 
Will, the longest will, one had a. Will I be a man a if it's in- with a gun? <laughs> <laughs> had a four-inch beard. But. So yeah, my my goal for this spring is to kill my first long beard. I don't care what state. I'll be hunting Kentucky and Ohio. If I kill more than one, I will be ecstatic. Uh, next goal is to help Chris achieve his goal for the expo, getting a thousand plus people there. Um, we have big plans for it and we have very high hopes for it and we think it's going to be, we think it's going to be a big success. So, oh yeah. um, my last goal will be to tag my first ever Kentucky buck. All right. That'll be most likely on public because that's all I'm hunting in Kentucky. So that uh, that would also make it my first public land deer. So are you going to use a gun for that one? No. <laughs> so it's got to be an archery buck then. Yeah, got to be an archery buck. archery buck. That's what I'm going all for. Right. Everybody all got right. their why? How about you, pickles? Um. So let me see. What are goals that I want to achieve? Um. Hitting the record button. Hitting the record button <laughs> during a hunt would be a good one to start with. Um, no, uh, for, first one is I'm going, uh, I want to catch a rooster fish on a topwater oh. this year. Um, that on is film. that On film. You like, need to take my drone with you. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a possibility. Like, that, that's a that's a very po- good possibility. I just don't want when to When are fall. you going? Uh, June or July. Oh, we got time. So peak, peak, uh, peak rooster season. Okay. That's, that's like top of, top of the list, uh, thing this year. Um, I would love to, uh, get on one of the decent bucks that I have on camera where we do Ohio deer camp at, you know, I really feel like I probably would have been on one this year had it not rained for four straight days. My God. Um, you know, monsoon season did oh. not help. My dad killed that buck literally the minute that, that it stopped raining. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, the minute it stopped raining. And he, he had that buck walk out in front of him the next morning. Wow. So, I mean, I would I would like to tag one of those deer. Um, I think that that's really um, my two big goals i would i would like to i would like to try to catch my first blue cat never oh. caught one before i hooked one last year in a in a lake uh that uh shall go nameless but uh it was a big <laughs> one and i wish i would have landed it but i was using trout gear and it was uh, on a small crankbait so gotcha. i would like to, i think well, that, that would- That'd be fairly early, right? Usually, when it's colder, the the blues are biting. Yeah, uh, this was this was um, this was midsummer. All right, wow. uh, it, it it was it was really kind of odd, uh, and we were we were trolling for sauger, um, yeah, and, and sauger and sauguy. Uh, we had a tip on there being some in this lake, so we're like, oh, we'll go, you know, run the boat through there, and uh, you know, caught a lot of crappie, which is good. So that'll be good for the spring. There you go. And um yeah, I think that that's uh those those are the real big ones. So I like it. Yeah. All right. Well New Year New Us. New Year New <laughs> Us, bro. So Bros. do you ha- yeah, so concluders? Concluders. Um man, I'm just 
to me, I'm super appreciative for you guys, uh, everybody on our team, but y'all keep me straight. I give you crap all the time, but keep me organized and help me slightly sometimes almost remember things. So super grateful for you guys and uh, ready to, you know, head into this new year together and really crush it and try to really um, achieve our goals. And and I think we're going to do that through uh, structure and organization. I really feel strongly that it's going to help. So um, I'm just really excited about the upcoming year, honestly. Good deal. Yash? My concluder. Um, I just really hope, you know, all of our listeners um, enjoy the new format that we have going on. Right, like last year we said we had big things coming, and this is kind of part of it, you know, partnering with Ryan and his company. You know, we really like to partner with those local guys and small business yep. guys. Huge on small business. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I hope, you know, our listeners enjoy it. Um, and we have other big plans, I'll say, um, for this year, not not including the expo, but some other stuff. Um, so I'll I'll leave it at that. Good deal. All right. Uh, same as always. If you have the ability to take <laughs> I somebody. I did take a child hunting. Yes, you did. <laughs> I listened. You did. You listened. And I took somebody out, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So um, That wasn't a Cousin child. Tony. Cousin Tony. He wasn't a child. No, he's a, he's, he's a grown man. He's a full man. <laughs> but getting somebody into hunting. But hunt. getting someone new into hunting. So if you have the ability to get somebody new into the outdoors this next year, please take an opportunity to do so. Um, don't tell Matt Ranella. Don't tell Matt Ranella. He'll, <laughs> he'll come to your house and haunt you for the rest of your life. Uh, he won't come to your house for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. And uh, I guess uh, just as kind of a another, you know, pointed thing here, you know, there's a lot of uh, things coming up through the next year that are going to be voted on by Congress and that kind of stuff like the Restoring America's Waters Act um, and Restoring America's Wildlife Act. A lot of really good things that could be good for hunters and fishermen. Call your congressperson or senator if it's something that you want them to support. Um, It's always good to have their numbers and you don't have to be political about it. But if it's something that it's important to you, and I'm guessing if you're listening to the podcast, it probably is. Make sure that they know that uh, you know you live in their district and that you want them to support these things that are helpful helpful in building habitat and uh, new areas for hunting and fishing. So awesome. Yep. With that, uh, this has been fueled by the outdoors. We've been your hosts, Rick Cates and Chris Leppert. We've been joined again by our spare tire, Josh Luck, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we will talk to you later, guys. Bye. See you. See you. Set these